Hey friend, did you know by this time tomorrow, we'll be exactly halfway through 2023? Like they say, time flies when you're having fun. And let's be honest, even when you're not, right? At this point in the year, when it comes to your with God life, you're probably in one of three places. Either you're ahead of where you wanted to be, you're right where you wanted to be, or you're behind where you wanted to be. Or maybe you have no idea where you wanted to be because you haven't taken the time to even think about it. If you're in one of the first two places, that's likely because you have a clear with God vision, intentions, priorities, and plans. But if you're in the last two, perhaps you haven't taken time alone with God to reflect on those important questions. But as we say often around here, no shame, no stories. Give yourself grace, because what actually matters more than where you are at this moment is not what you've done up till now, but rather what you will do moving forward. Might I suggest that you not do anything, but instead slow down to be with God and yourself? Now, I know what you're thinking. Lissa, what's a girl to do to slow down and reflect when time just keeps flying by? Answer, you implement an intentional practice. In fact, I've been incorporating the practice of reflecting as part of my Her Redeemed Year, and it's made all the difference already in month one. I promise to keep you in the loop with what I'm doing to celebrate my 50th year. So today on the episode, I'm sharing five key reflection questions so you can practice looking back before moving ahead too. Whether it's in the middle of your calendar year, the beginning of your redeemed year, or any other time in your year. And we're going to do this episode workshop style, so you can reflect on them yourself before any more time flies by in your life. You ready to look back with me? Open up your heart and journal, and let's dig in. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Speaking of how fast time flies, it's crazy how fast my 50th birthday month has flown by. But since I plan to celebrate all year long anyway, the fact that this first month is nearly over doesn't make me sad. It just makes me all the more intentional with my time because I have a feeling 51 
will be here before I know it. Just in case you're new around here, let me quick catch you up. We kicked off the month on June 1st with a shout out to God's faithfulness in growing the podcast to 10,000 downloads. And we set a big God-sized goal to reach 100,000 by June 1st, 2024. That, my friend, will be evidence that the message of Redeem Her Time is getting out to more and more women like you and like me who are ready to let go of busy and instead be more present to who and what matters in this season and in light of eternity. And did you know there are two ways you can help make that happen? The first is to leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcast. I promise, it just takes a minute. In fact, right now, go to the Redeem Her Time show on your phone, scroll down to the bottom, click five stars, then click the box with a pencil and write a sentence or two about what you love about the show. It's that easy. And if you're an Android user, you can go ahead and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And the second way, share the podcast directly with a friend, sister, neighbor, coworker, any woman that you think might be blessed, challenged, and moved to action with how she uses her time too. The other big thing we're celebrating this month is God's faithfulness and presence for 50 years of my life. And as a way to give back for my 50th birthday, I'm giving away 50, yes, 5 five-minute find-the-time chats. Now, my birthday month technically ends tomorrow, but if you're listening to this on or after July 1st, you can still go over to redeemhertime.com forward slash call or click the link in the show notes and grab a spot if they're still open. In just a few minutes, we will uncover where time is getting sucked up and develop a personalized strategy for where you want it to go and how to stay consistent so you can be more present with what matters. And here's my promise to you. Give me five minutes of your time and you'll get your time back. Guaranteed. Want to see for yourself? I thought so. All you got to do is grab a spot. Just scroll down in today's show notes and click the link for a fine minute, find the time chat. So as we come to this midpoint in the year, or like me, beginning my redeemed year, the best thing you can do before pushing forward is to slow down. So I'm curious, what is it that helps you slow down? I was thinking about this just last week on one of our summer road trips as we crossed over a large river that had been dammed up to make a lake. I noticed lots of boats just sitting there, not going anywhere, just anchored in place, enjoying the moment. And that's when it hit me. Water helps me slow down. Now, my family, they love the fast moving, raging rapids kind of water, but I much prefer a still lake or a gently rolling river. Or, as of late, a figgy pond. I shared about my daily habit of conversation with my husband by the pond a few days ago on episode 145. So go back there if you want to know more about what we're doing together to grow our connection by that body of water. Anyway, there's something about water that speaks to my soul and makes it slow down. You too? Perhaps it's the sound of gentle lapping at the shore, the vastness of it spread out before me, or simply seeing my reflection on the surface. I'm pretty sure it's all of those, but I think it's mostly the latter, the reflection. It's in those moments when my image is reflected back to me that I tend to look a little closer and a little deeper at what lies within. 
which reminds me of this verse I just read in Proverbs 27, 19 the other day. As water reflects the face, so a man's heart reflects the man. I wasn't sitting by water at the time, but the parallel between water and reflecting a person's face and a person's heart reflecting her true nature made me pause and think. Just as water accurately mirrors my physical appearance, like when I see my reflection in the figgy pond, a person's heart reveals their inner character, intentions, and attitudes. And the state of your heart is indicative of who you truly are. That's why self-reflection encourages the introspection needed to understand yourself better. So how often do you reflect? I don't think we stop often enough or long enough, which is why we need a good practice to be intentional about making it happen. Wait, what's a practice you ask? That sounds like work. A practice is a regular and intentional activity or set of activities that are performed for a specific purpose such as personal growth or spiritual development. And a practice is usually more intentional and mindful than just a routine or habit. The practice that helps us reflect with God is called examine. The practice of examine grew roots in the 16th century through the development of the spiritual exercises by St. Ignatius of Loyola. It's a form of reflective prayer aimed at discerning God's presence and guidance in daily life by reviewing and reflecting upon the events, the emotions, and the encounters of the day. And it's still practiced by Christians today as a spiritual discipline that encourages self-awareness, gratitude, and seeking God's will in all things. Examine can be done daily, but can also be done weekly, monthly, seasonally, or even mid-yearly. Another ancient teacher, AKA Plato, declared, the unexamined life is not worth living. And God reminds us in Proverbs 14, eight, the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his or her own way. That's why instead of starting off my Her Redeemed Year journey by pushing toward big goals, I decided to take time to slow down and reflect back before moving forward. Because a lot has happened over the years, and it's easy to miss or forget it if you don't slow down to notice. And the same is true for the first half of 2023. If you're not careful, time will keep flying by, and you'll wake up on January 1st, 2024, and wonder how you got there. That's exactly what happened when I turned 40. I distinctly remember waking up, looking in the mirror and asking, who am I? How did I get here? And where am I going? That's when I started to incorporate reflection with intention. And although it feels like the 10 years since then was a blur, there was so much more depth of thought, feeling, experiences, and relationships because I was so much more present. All because I've learned to stop doing and start being through reflection. So of course, I wanted to mark the milestone of the first month of this next year with reflection. So what did I do on my actual 50th birthday? At least the first few hours? I reflected with the examine. And I've continued to do this in my morning quiet times all month. For me, it helps to have some questions to guide me, so I'm not staring at a blank page. You too? Good. Let me walk you through the five key questions of the examine. If you're in a time and place where you can give careful thought right now, 
You might want to hit pause after each question to take time to answer, ideally in a journal, so you can capture your thoughts before they're gone. But if you're not in that space or don't have the time right now, feel free to jot down these questions and set aside a time block to go back and answer. And promise me, you'll not wait to find the time because you'll never just find it. If that's the case, you for sure need to grab a find the time spot. But instead, make the time, even if it's only a few minutes at a time like me. And I promise that I'm going to help you find that time on our chat, no matter how busy your life feels. So here are the five key reflection questions of an examine. Are you ready? Number one deals with rest. What is the state of my body, mind, and soul? Take time to slow down and notice how you are feeling physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This question is best answered by starting with silence so you can quiet your heart and mind and just listen to what God says to you. I started my examine with a scripture passage God had put on my heart from Colossians 1, and then pulled out one simple phrase to turn into a breath prayer, a sentence you can say in one deep breath while breathing in and breathing out. And here's mine. All things have been created through him and for him, and in him all things hold together. Now it's your turn. Pick a phrase or scripture that God is speaking through, and from that truth ask, what is the state of your body, mind, and soul in this moment? If you're doing the practice of examine along with me now, push pause, take a few minutes to get quiet and hear how he's calling you to rest your body, mind, and soul in him. Then come back for the next question. Question two is about review. What has God been doing in my life? Whether you're doing this practice to look back on the short term, as in a day, a week, or a month, over a longer period, like a season, six months, or an entire year or more, looking back and writing it down is a way to mark the time. For my examine to start my 50th year, I figured 50 years might be a little hard to accurately review. So I opted to look back at my 49th year, which if you recall, is when the year of Jubilee actually begins. It was so beautiful to go back through the past year, month by month, and record the things God had been doing, noticing the events, the emotions and the experiences with gratitude for it all, both the good and the hard. I then looked over what I had written for the entire year and summarized the themes I saw that connected what might have felt like a random list. My list included the with God life, growth, connection, travel, slowing down, being present, clear communication, letting go, filling up and pouring out. Now it's your turn. If you're doing the practice of examine along with me now, push pause, take a few minutes to review what God's been doing in your life in your journal. Then come back for the next question. Question three is focused on repent. How have I not responded to what he is saying? God continues to reach out to us with that divine invitation to the with God life. And our part is to accept with our active participation by walking in his ways. Sometimes we do, but often we don't. And as we've reminded ourselves over and over on the podcast, the greatest commandment is to love God. And the second is like it 
to love others. Take time to record the ways you've intentionally said yes to loving him and loving others. Next, honestly reflect on the times you have not lived out these commands. How have I not loved the Lord my God with my whole heart, soul, mind, and strength? How have I missed opportunities or intentionally chosen to not love others as myself? If you're like me, even with great intentions to live as he commands, the list of times you've missed the mark is most likely longer than the times you hit it. Romans 3.23 reminds us, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But that's not where we stay if we've been redeemed. When we accept Jesus' death on the cross, it cleanses us from our sin so we can enjoy fellowship with God. I recently read this prayer taken from the Book of Common Prayer. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. Isn't that beautiful? Repentance is how we lay our sin at his feet and accept his forgiveness so we can move forward in his righteousness to be in right relationship with him. As I looked over the past year, I saw my tendency to be complacent, inconsistent, distracted, ungrateful, prayerless, inattentive, just to name a few. And what I found was that in recognizing and confessing them, I am able to walk into this next year with his grace and forgiveness. Now, it's your turn. If you're doing this examine along with me, push pause, take a few minutes to lay your heart before him in repentance in your journal, then come back for the next question. Question four is a request. What growth do I desire with him? This next question will be personal to you, to the season you're in, to the circumstances in which you are living, and to where God is calling you to next. If you've already created a with God life, envision, go back to that. Or if you haven't yet, simply seek what he might be calling you to in one or more of the eight areas of attention. Consider how you desire to grow by receiving and responding to God's grace more fully moving forward as you live out your with God life. What practical steps or intentions will align with God's will and your desire for spiritual growth? Express your willingness to participate with his spirit to do the transformative work in your life and to seek his guidance and strength for the days ahead. Ultimately, where do you sense God leading you to grow in the rest of this year? For me, it's growth in knowing and desiring him more through his word and spiritual practices in being fully present and engaged with family relationships and friendships in being focused and intentional in how I serve through my podcast and coaching in being a wise steward in how I invest and spend my money and creating regular routines for moving and resting in developing my unique gifts and interests and in organizing my household tasks and systems. Now it's your turn. If you're doing this exam along with me, push pause, take a few minutes to request more of his grace and direction in your journal. Then come back for the last question. Number five is rejoice. What am I thankful for that God has showed me? Before jumping right back into the business of life, conclude your examine with a prayer, offering gratitude for his faithfulness in the past, his promise to be with you in the future, and his presence in the present. What insights are you grateful that he showed you in your reflection as you looked back? 
Mark those significant things in your journal so you can go back to remember and pass on to the next generation. It reminds me of the Israelites going into the promised land. God knew that as they stepped into a new chapter of their with God life, they would forget what he had already done and how they had intentionally or unintentionally walked with him and what the outcome of their choices had been. So Joshua directed them to set up memorial stones before entering. That way, they would have a tangible reminder of what God had done to build faith in them for what he would do next in their lives. If you're doing this exam along with me now, push pause, take a few minutes to rejoice in what he has done, what he will do, and what he showed you through this practice. And then come back to me. So what did you think? An intentional examine is a powerful practice. The first time or two you try it, it may feel awkward or ineffective, but with practice, it will only get easier and more impactful. So let me give you the five examine questions once again, so you can make sure to write them down. You ready? Number one, rest. What is the state of my body, mind, and soul? Question two, review. What has God been doing in my life? Question three, repent. How have I not responded rightly to what he is saying? Question four, request. What growth do I desire with him? And question five, rejoice. What am I thankful for that God has showed me? How will these questions help you intentionally reflect? Let me remind you of the warning that James gives about reflection in James 1, verses 23 through 24. Anyone who listens to the word, but does not do what it says, is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. When God shows you something through his word, his spirit, or wise counsel, don't go right back to the busyness of your life and forget. I know. It's easy to do living in such a busy and distracting world. That's why we need reflection through examine. So whether you're using these questions to reflect on the day or week or in the first half of the year or some longer period like my Her Redeemed Year, let this practice of examine be something you do regularly. In fact, we're doing it together inside the Redeem Her Time community. And here's today's community question. What is one thing God showed you in your reflection? I can't wait to hear what he stirred in you through Examine. So pop on over and share with us. But before we go, let's invite his presence into this practice. Dear Lord, we confess that often we are too busy being busy to reflect and see where you've been working in our lives and the true condition of our hearts. I pray that you would stir in our hearts a desire to push pause and to practice reflection with you regularly. May that desire lead us to taking action and setting aside the time to get quiet, to ask these examine questions. Help us to listen intently and to see what you've been doing and hear what you are saying to us. And as we look back, may that direct how we invest our time moving forward with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule 
and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.